From the streets to the pulpit is sponsored in part by Q's Traditional Cuts, setting new standards to old tradition. Visit the talented professionals at Q's Traditional Cuts. That's www.qstraditionalcuts.com. You're listening to From the Streets to the Pulpit. Feel free to call in and talk to the family at 929. Four seven seven two nine seven eight. That's one nine two nine four seven seven two nine seven eight. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Streets. The number two pulpit. Welcome. Welcome. Seems like we're having some technical difficulties here. Well, without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to uh, From the Streets to the Pulpit. Tonight we're going to talk about, you know, ones that make you ask yourself, is it me or am I tripping? So tonight we're going to discuss some things that may run through your mind. Is it me or am I tripping? is a question that everyone has asked at some point in our lives. Let's talk about these things. You may find out that you're not the only one with those thoughts and or that you're not tripping. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm well, thank you. So let's talk about, is it me or am I tripping? Let's answer those questions. I, I guess I don't know, you know, I don't know where to start. Like what? That's just a general question about general things. You know, sometimes it may seem like uh, when things are stacked against you, you you feel that way. It's like, like damn, am I tripping or, you know, are they trying to make it hard for me or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mhm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I I'd, I'd have to ponder a little bit on the topic because nothing really jumps right out at me right now at this moment. Um. Well, my twin is on the line. Let me see what he got to say. Because I know yeah. we've asked him stuff that question. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, um, I kind of have. And I was thinking uh, when you were talking about what the topic would be on today's 
you know, I think we all had that moment of sometimes thinking about what was I doing or when was I put in that situation to think, um, is it me or am I tripping? And sometimes, you know, I've definitely said that at work before uh, with me and jobs and how sometimes management can kind of put certain things on you and you wonder, are they really coming after you to attack you? Or is it just because they think you can handle the workload that is being put on you? Um, So I think sometimes uh, when you get to that point, sometimes I like to, if I can, because, you know, sometimes I'm not able to mentally do it at that time, take a step back and kind of look at it objectively. And instead of subjectively feeling like, you know, sometimes you're being attacked, you know, or am I tripping? Is it really that they're attacking me or are they just trying to set me up? You know, I guess it all leads into perspective in the situation in regards to uh, what you're putting into, what you're facing, what is being brought to you at that particular point in time. Um, are you able to kind of step back and say, you know, is it really coming at me or is it just something else different, but I'm not seen in that particular way? Right. I can dig that. But I mean, it's just one of those things where, and then truthfully, sometimes it's God uh, testing you. It ain't even got nothing to do with anybody. He's just using them, per se, to get it to you, to administer that test. You know what I mean? Definitely. I definitely agree. You know, sometimes uh, God allows things to happen to put you in a situation where he wants you to be in. You know, sometimes, you know, God does give us the option of choice. And sometimes he brings certain circumstances in our lives in order to kind of push and move us in the direction. You know, even though we may make a bad choice, it kind of may veer us on the wrong path. He sometimes will cause something to happen to kind of help get us back on that pathway. And, you know, sometimes you may feel like, you know, you're being subjectively attacked, but sometimes God could be putting, you know, the words that God don't put no more in than you can bear. So sometimes he puts you in a situation to, one, let you know how much you can really take and hold, but also he's putting you in the limelight in front of other people where you can be elevated to where, you know, although you may feel like they're coming at you, God's trying to prepare you for the next level that he's trying to bring you into. So like I said, it's all about kind of perspective. Sometimes it's hard to look at it when you're actually going through it at that time. And sometimes you may not even realize it until it actually does happen. They say, oh, wow, I was put in that situation for that. You know, I might have felt like, you know, I was tripping at the time. Like, oh, man, they're really trying to, you know, attack me, uh, come after me, trying to, you know, make me look bad. But at the end of the day, it was all a plan in God's hands to kind of elevate you and put you where you, he was trying to get you all along. I can dig that. Miss Quick, you want to elaborate on that? Keep on rolling right now. I I, I got my youngest. Well, I know for me, it's it's one of those things where we too busy looking at, you know, the pixel versus the, the big picture or the full picture. And the full picture includes God. But through frustration, through the eyes of frustration, we just see the one pixel. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
so it's it's it has to be uh, like you said you got to step back and 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 look at the entire you know what was God handing this don't really pay attention to who but what makes sense Yes, it definitely makes sense to me, and 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 that's what something I had to do, and I can speak about it in relations to work when I I had to do exactly what you said, not look at who but what. You know, there was a time period where I felt like they were nitpicking me on everything, and you know, I asked myself, you know, is it me like they're really trying to set me up to fire me? You know, or am I just tripping? You know, just little small little things they were just on me for. And, you know, it, at a point, it changed my perspective. So every day I was coming to work at a point where, you know, not knowing what was going to happen, you know, because it was just like they were on me. And it was difficult for me to take a step back and look and say, you know, is they really trying to find me or is there something else at play and in hand? You know, and it took me a while, but I had to change my mindset to not let the who affect me, but focus on the what, you know, focus on like, I'm here to do my job. At the end of the day, whatever happens, God, I know you got everything under control. No matter what happens, if anything happens, if this door closed, there's another one that's going to open for me. And I'm not going to let their actions control my mindset, control my mood every single day that I come to work and I got to come here Monday through Friday. And it took me changing my mindset. And then fast forward a couple of months later, out of the blue, I was on my lunch break and my manager was like, hey, where you at? Come back to the office. The VP want to see you. I'm like, okay. And I go back and lo and behold, they praised me for the work that I do. I do such a good job. And they actually gave me a raise. So if I kept focusing on the who, it could have caused me to leave my job and miss out on my blessings that God had lined up for me, but, you know, it took him to help me change my mindset and go through what I was going through and it ended up working out for my good at the end. Hey, man, congratulations, man. I like that. That type of stuff is what what we need to hear, I guess, a testimony, but also the lesson that, that came through that for you as well as what you just uh, given us. Because we know how frustrations can sit in, and we know how uh, sometimes we just don't feel like feel like it, but we must endure to to mature in whatever aspect that is, be it psychologically, be it financially, be it you know spiritually, whatever it is. So the way that that you handle that, man, and you got the raise in the end, and I was. Anticipating you say I got a promotion, but hell, you said you got a raise. That's even better for me. Definitely, definitely. In due time, in due time. <laughs> but like you said, we def- we definitely got to focus on the what and overlook the who. You know what I mean? And that's and that's in every every aspect, every aspect. It's, it's it's almost like working out. 
right? You you see the plates on the bar, and you don't know how much you can lift until you take it off the rack. You know what I mean? And that's like I guess what God does. Like you you see yourself. I can I know I can lift this, and I'm comfortable with this. But God go load you up and help you take it off, and even spot you to show you that you can do it beyond what you think you can. I know I kind of went all over the place with that. Do y'all follow that? Yes, I followed you. All right. So you know how you were saying, like, God ain't going to put no more on you than you can bear. Mm -hmm. So it's us who give up because we're outside of our comfort zone. It's not that we can't bear it, but we're just outside of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But going outside your comfort zone is that next level. Exactly. Like I was telling Pastor the one night last week or what have you, I know what it's like down at the bottom. <laughs> it's the top that's uncharted territory. You dig? So that's the uncomfort. That's a whole lot of discomfort and not knowing what's to come, but knowing what's there. Give me some. Give me some feedback on that, because that was that could have been a little deep for y'all. Oh no, it was good for me. I understood exactly what you mean. Um, even with the reference in regards to working out, you know, the term that you were describing, you know, they like to call max out. You know, you try to max out and see how much you can really lift, and you never know until you actually try or put yourself in that situation um, to know exactly how much you can lift until you put the weights on the bar and you try to lift it. And the same thing, I think, as you were talking about, you know, you know what the bottom feels like. You just don't know what the top is. You know, that's where trust and faith in God come from. You know, God equip you uh, to be prepared for certain situations. And sometimes you never know how much you can endure, how high you can go, or, you know, uh, sometimes we put limitations on ourselves, and God has higher hopes and dreams and want to put us in certain situations and positions. And that's where kind of faith and trust come in at where you got to know if God allowed you to get there, he's not going to allow you to fail or be inadequate. Um, if he brought you there, he brought you there for a reason. Sometimes you don't know how much you have inside of you until you're actually put in a situation to let that part of you come out or to go through something for that part of you to grow. And that's how faith uh, grows. That's how your trust grows in God. That's how you begin a relationship with God and learn how to trust him and lean on him when everybody else is not there. And I think when you are at a position, as you say, you're trying to reach for the top, you don't know, you know kind of what's up there, but you still don't know because it's uncharted territory. You know, that's where your faith and trust comes in that, that you, hey, I want to just max out of my faith and trust. God, I want to get there, and I know you can get me there. Lead me and prepare me. When I do get there, I'm prepared and can handle it. But what's what's good thing about, about maxing out is it may be a max today, but tomorrow there may be weight that you work out with. The threshold has increased. Your strength has 
has increased. And I believe that's also how, how faith works. You know, you get through it and you just right there at your, your one-time rep, your max, and you keep believing in God and trusting in God and having faith in God before you know anything, you know, you're doing that 10 times. Can you dig that? I definitely can. And that's the way it works. It's just like we're working out. You work out your faith, doing the exact same thing, uh, believing in God, uh, trusting the word in the Bible and quoting that word back to him. Let him know, hey, your word says this, God, so I am trusting in you to make this happen for me. Based upon your word, I'm believing you. I'm putting my faith in you. And the more you do that, more and more your faith increases and it grows so you can believe God for anything. And I think that's the place he wants us to get into where we can trust and believe in him so that, you know, when adversaries and things come against us, you know, we may have a moment where we say, now, is it me or am I tripping? But at the end of the day, once we get past that, we're like, God, I know it's all in your hands. You got all control. I'm not going to stress and worry about it. Whatever happens, happens. I know it's going to work out for my good. And when you get to that place, that's when you have grown in your faith and trust in God to the point that um, you may have those moments where you may say that, but you still have that faith to hold on to to get you through. Well, I think one of the things that we're both agreeing in in this in this conversation on this topic is is God is the he, he's the constant. You know, what I mean, he's he's the common denominator in in all of this, which which allows for us to grow, for us to learn, for us to experience. You know, God is our spotter. That's who we that's who we should trust. <laughs> In, yeah. in in these things, which it, it falls hard sometimes because once again it's uncharted territories. We know he brought us from from a lot of different places, a lot of strange places, a lot of difficult places. But he is who he is all the time, which is the one who spot us, who makes sure that we don't go down on our 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 press and make sure that we don't hurt ourselves, if you will, or hurt ourselves in vain, you know, because sometimes you got to hurt yourself in order to learn that lesson, you know. So we definitely got to remember who, who's spotting us. Miss Quick, you got any input on that? Uh, after the day I had, I I need this. So y'all right now are basically just inspiring me because I think today just beat me down pretty bad. So I need this. Uh, I don't have anything to add right now. I just need to listen and soak it all in. I can dig that. It's, we have those days, and and truthfully, my day was the same. Until I walked into the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that, that's just what it is. It, it's like that sometimes. But it's it's a, something to look forward to, knowing that, you know, you made it through the workout. 
you made it through the day. You know, what else you got? What else you go through tomorrow? Right? You hate to ask that because it, it always will be something, but you just let them know that I'm ready. I know God will bring me through it. Twin, where you at on that? I'm still loving what you said about God being our star. I mean, that that thing, I had to write that down because, I mean, that's true. I mean, he's there uh, for us even when we don't feel like he's there. He's still there for us. And even when we get to a point that, you know, our faith and our trust and the days and, the, you know, life just beat us up, he's still there to kind of carry us through. And I can definitely uh Share the same experience with you all. You know, it, it was a rough day. It was a rough day yesterday and a rough day today. Uh, I felt like when I left work today, I was like, good graces of life. It felt like a whole nother Monday, and I got hit like a truck. I mean, it was just one of those days. And it was just good just to get home, you know, and, and home just was peaceful and just kind of regroup, recharge yourself. Um, but be thankful. I made it through another work day. It was rough, got through it, and that's the best thing. I got through it. Tomorrow's another day, and and thankful I got through that. Tomorrow, someday, two more days to go, and it's the weekend. You know, it's just uh, a change of the mindset, but, you know, it was a bad day. You know, it was a bad day in terms of it was a lot put on me, but overall, it was still a good day. You know, still had life, health, and strength. Everybody's good in the family, so you know, overall, it was a good day, but it was just a rough day from things that you had to deal with throughout the day. And um, like I say, God is our father. He kind of helped me get through the day, just mentally kind of taking yourself into a different place and leaving work, work, uh, leaving those things that negatively influence you, leaving that where it should be, uh, and always having that place of peace that you can always come to. And leaving those negative things outside, but keeping that that center point. You know, God being your spotter, God is your common denominator. Keeping that peace and joy and happiness, keeping that in your sanctuary, in your surroundings as much as you can. Um, and leaving those negative stuff all on the outside. It always kind of helps you get through the day and helps you get through each week. And just kind of, like I say, it helps firm that, that, that trust, that faith, that, hey, you know, I always say don't. You may lose a battle, just don't lose the war, you know. So you may lose some battle here and there, um, but always win the war, finish strong, and know that God got you. Like you said, he has Sparta. I can dig that. You know, it was, it was one of those things where even even stepping into the gym, it was hard to kind of kind of focus. You know what I mean? It was hard to zero in on, on, on the end game because you know when you come in, your mindset is so cloudy to where it it distracts you. And I think that that's when you you gotta tighten down the batches and 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 focus harder. You know what I mean? You gotta get through it to get where you're trying to get to, and get into and the end game is the relationship with God, you know. Uh, so you got to go through all these tests and you got to have conversations with God just like we are having right now. 
you know, uh, thanking him for the good and thanking him for the bad and asking for the strength and 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 asking him, hey, you got me right. You know, when you, when you got three or four hundred pounds on the bar, you look at that spot and be like, hey, you got me. You know, so that's that's the same conversation that you got to have with God. And then he goes shake his head and he's like, I got you. Then you take it off and you go to work. So that's the same with God. You after, you after you ask him the last time and you trust that he he got you like he said, and you get to work. You're exactly right. That's exactly what you do. You know, you're that guy. Like you know, you know, and you know, you, you do got me. You you, you, right. you got me covered. I'm good to go. And you know, sometimes. Uh, we get to that point, and we do ask God, like, I got now, you know, I know you did that, but you still got me, right? Like, we still good, you know, if this does happen. And I think we all get to that point. And like you said, you know, you have to clear your mind to actually be able to focus just because certain things had your mind clouded that you had to actually kind of focus in just to get yourself right to complete your workout. And, and, and sometimes, you know, that happens. You know, like I said, that's life. Um, I came home today. I was felt like I was just all over the place trying to do this, trying to do that. And I just felt like, boy, calm down. <laughs> just kind of mm. focus on what you need to do. This, 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 this. You're trying to do a lot at one time. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And I guess sometimes our mind goes so fast throughout the day because with work, you know, you may have family, life, things are coming at you on a daily basis that your mind is just all over the place. And sometimes when you finally get that alone time, your mind is still racing. And you sometimes have to quiet your mind down just to be able to focus on what you're really trying to accomplish at that time and kind of pull and rein yourself in and say, hey, you're not at work now. You you done made it to home base. Kind of woosa, relax. Get yourself back centered so that you can focus on something that you want to do for you. And uh, sometimes we have to go, you know, kind of, kind of mentally get ourselves at that point. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, realize that hey, God, I did make it through. I, you know, you still got me. We good. You know, your word says you never leave me. You won't forsake me. So are we still good? You know, and help me kind of focus. What do I need to do? What's the next step I need to take to kind of help get through my rest of the day personally? Um, you know, your mind is still moving, but trying to get to that center place. And, you know, that center place is where God is at and kind of let him kind of focus you to get you to accomplish what you're really trying to do at that time. You know, such a thing, such what you did at the gym, such what I did when I got home because I was all over the place doing stuff. And then I finally shut my mind down a little bit and slowed it down. I started, okay, let's do this and accomplishing things to be able to get things done that I need to get done. I'm going to ask this question because I found myself like some things may may seem like they beat you, but you go in and, and pick another fight, the one that you, you know you go win, <laughs> you know what I mean, and uh, to kind of redeem yourself, just like, you know, when you got home, you, you was all over the place because the day had beat you up. So you was like, nah, I'm not going to stop fighting. But then you had to realize and regroup and say, you know what? 
the day is over, calm down, get yourself together, get your head right. You know what I mean? Is is that that's a that's a common thing, isn't it? It is. <laughs> uh not sure it should be one, but uh but sometimes it is. Um not saying that every day is one of those days um where it is like that. You know, there are days where it's smooth. You know, I feel at peace. Don't you know? I feel like like yesterday was Monday, but I felt like I accomplished my day. You know, I felt good. You know, it didn't beat me up. I handled everything. Work was good. I knocked everything out. You know, I was feeling like you know I owned yesterday. You know, you can't tell me nothing yesterday. I was good. Came home, I was good. Cooked, I was fine. Today was a different story. You know, so it wasn't one of those days where. You know, I felt like I accomplished the day. I felt the day got the best of me today. Um, and it wasn't nothing different than yesterday. You know, the same process, same schedule, same work, same everything. It's just that certain factors that happened at work and other things made it a more difficult day than yesterday was. And then it's off, like you said um, earlier, you know, sometimes when you get hurt, you learn a lesson. So, you know, I had a rough day trying to figure, okay, why was this day so rough compared to yesterday? What happened that took advantage of you today that you can probably learn from to make sure that tomorrow don't beat you up like it did today? Um, and utilizing that time to kind of reflect on the day and what really happened that made it go the way it went and what you could do if it tries to happen again to make the day even be better so that that tactic won't work to make your day feel like you got beat up and you can have an accomplished day and win the day like you did on Monday. Well, I don't know about accomplished, but I'm going to say with defeat. I, you defeated Monday. <laughs> but the day that they tried to have you against the ropes, you know what I mean, but you still may come out with the victory. You know, but I think the difference is in the two is the mindset. You regain control of the day once you say, listen, you know, let me get my head right, get yourself together, and you know what I mean? Like, I do. Like, that's, that's, I think that's the, 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 the biggest difference is, is the mindset. How do you change your focus and, and stop looking at it from a negative perspective and, and focus on the positive. You know what I mean? I definitely agree. I definitely agree. And that's one of the things I try to uh, mostly focus on. You know, even if bad situations happen, I always try to find what's the positive and what's the thin positive lining out of it. Um, do any situation is good and bad, but you always try to focus on the good, no matter how small it may be, uh, focus on that. And that little good can grow into a big good that can really defeat any bad day, any bad situation that may happen. Um, because, like I say, it's always the mindset. Uh, they always say, as the mind goes, so does the body. Um, the way you... Uh, prepare your mind, focus your mind, kind of get your mind set and get your mind right for the day really tells the story of your day and kind of helps you 
um, mentally when things are thrown at you uh, throughout the day. Um, and so that starts from, you know, sometimes that night. It starts from that morning. Um, you know, how are you feeding your mindset for the day to prepare yourself for the day? You never know what may come at you for that day. Of course, you pray to God to help you deal with anything that may come up and lead you and be with you throughout the day. Um, but like I said, it's the mindset. You know, when it does come, how do you react? How do you um, how do you feel? How do you uh, kind of yeah react to the situation? You know, are you going to react negatively? Are you going to react positively? Um, how is it going to make you look in front of other people the way you react? I mean, those things are all done by, you know, how do you prepare your mind for the day? How do you focus to accomplish or defeat the day, um, no matter what may come at you? Preparation is definitely the key, and I think that starting out with prayer helps, you know, um, that's that's your way of asking God and make sure he's he's on the on the bar when you say hey, you got me, you know. So I think that that is the the, the key. And as long as you started off, excuse me, that way, um, with positivity, I think you you should end up okay. Hmm. So the mindset is is the difference. It's kind of like like when you start sparring, you know, you conditioning to get prepared for the fight. You know, you're not fighting anyone, but you're prepared for the fight. So praying before the day gets started is you sparring. So now you prepare for whatever the day throw at you. You know, you can duck, you can jump, you can weave, you can block, or what have you. Can we agree on that? Definitely. Definitely agree with that. So and, and I, I guess one of the things we we have to to remember is the prayer is to include God. I screw up all the time because I forget that part, and to me that's preventive. Versus praying afterwards, <laughs> damage control, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. I, I, I actually yeah. can can look at the days and realize the day that you know that I pray on the way to work, or I pray you know in the shower, versus when I pray after it takes place. You know, now those are different play- prayers. Cause mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, God, you know, I need you in this. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. And it's like, God, hey, control this because you know how I am. (laughs) Don't don't let it go there. But it it all, you know, keeping him in all situations preventive 
makes makes it a great difference because then you realize that whatever come at you is just a test. You know, mm-hmm. it's just uncharted territory. Here come the promotion. Here come the, the pay raise. You know, but we got to stick through it for for that moment. And sometimes somebody may tell you that, well, this may take nine months. Well, that's because that's the way you look at it. But with the God I serve, yeah. this may only take three weeks or nine weeks or what have you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we just can't lose focus on who and the end game. I definitely agree. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly, you know, and as you said, prayer is is the key. Uh, starting your day off with prayer is, is like equipping you, you know. It's like you're wrapping your hands with faith, you know what I'm saying? You, you're looking in the mirror, you're doing your punches, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm ready. God, you got me, you know, I done made it through the night, I woke up, everything is good, got all my limbs, everything is working properly. God, I got a lot to be thankful for just because of that. And, you know, you're praying for him to, to help you with the day, you know, give me safe travel, you know, help him be with me while I'm at the office because you never know what you're going to encounter. But praying to God kind of, he helps equip you mentally, helps equip you spiritually for the day. Because you just never know, especially if you're in uh, a job where you actually deal with the public or you deal with people on the phone. You never know what you're going to encounter that day, who you're going to encounter that day, what type of attitude they're going to have that's going to come at you that may make you want to react a certain way, Um, which is why I pray daily because I'm on the phones a lot. And when you're talking with people, um, you get attitudes. Uh, especially when you're responsible for their money and they wanting their money and things of that nature, uh, you know, you deal with attitudes. You deal with people wanting to curse you out. You deal with many different um, personalities, both at your workplace as well as people that you deal with um, on the phones in my job. Um, so I have to pray daily in the morning. Sometimes I got to pray while I'm on the phone with people for my response not to be bad. Otherwise, I'll be like you, twin, praying out for as well. Lord, hopefully they don't listen to that phone call. Um, but, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, you know, you always got to prepare your day, I believe, with prayer. I mean, that kind of gets you ready for the day, mentally ready for the day. Um to, like, know that whatever comes at you, like you said, God, you got me. You know, whatever comes at me, you got me, right? Don't make me act a fool on these people's phones and make me act right. out of my character. I'm not trying to act. I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to be a good person. But also the devil knows that you're trying to do these things, too, so he's going to probably send that right person along that's going to push your button to make you react the way you don't want to act. And that's why you have to pray daily because – you know, the more you strive to do good, you know, the devil knows that you're striving to it. He's going to send somebody that's going to put you in that position, that's going to push those buttons, that's wanting to get that reaction from you. So, you know, the Bible says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what he comes to do. And he knows certain buttons and things that can push that can make that happen, which is why you have to have a prayer life. You have to have God as your spotter, your common denominator, common denominator, 
so that, you know, he can equip you to handle those things that may come your way. You know, my, my son, my, my, my baby boy, he's, he's, uh, he's a cutter. He, he is, he, he is my son. And, um, he, if he did it, he'll tell you he did it. Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll rectify, he'll apologize. But if he didn't do it, he ain't gonna let you put it on him. He ain't gonna let you lie on him. And today, you know, I, I brought that up because I found myself getting, getting a different type of pissed off for the same reason. Don't lie on me. Don't don't insult my intelligence. Don't try to you know make it now, bro. Go keep it a hundred now. And it, it caught me. It kind of caught me off guard because I woke up to this conversation. And bro, let me listen, man. I, I felt my my shoulders raise, uh, rising up. I felt my horns coming out. Listen, a different type of mad. But my point for all this is God is still the common denominator. You know, that prayer plays a part. And we so quick to to engage because I'm ready to go in without, but then not realizing that this too shall pass. And God got me. He spied me. You know, which is one of the reasons why I, I didn't blow up and and. and you know, that bull in a china shop. I didn't blow up. I kind of held my cool as long as I could. And I was just like, Lord, let me just, let's just get through this. Twin, I took two, three naps today. And that's something I never do. I was just trying to get through it, bro. Never do. <laughs> let me just get to a time so I can get to the gym. So I can... Mm-hmm. Get to the other side. Mm-hmm. So I just know, in in this situation, I probably, uh, I was both of those. It, 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 it is me, and I'm tripping. But you tripping, and it's you because you wanna 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 put this on me. But I forgot that God is my spotter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I forgot yeah. that I asked him, hey, you got me, right? We're going to introduce Pastor to the line and Pastor, good evening. Good evening, sir. Me and the family talking about is it me or am I tripping? I'm listening. So, to catch you up, we me and, me and my twin, we 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 had one of them days. <laughs> we had one of them days that that made you question, is it me or am I tripping? But when you ask those questions, it's because you you've taken out the common denominator, you know, uh, preventive versus damage control when you when you're dealing with God, and we since have got ourselves together. <laughs> Because God is our father, and we know that He ain't uh, He gonna get it off our chest if we get stuck. That's where we at. 
<laughs> I'm I'm still listening. I didn't hear uh, what you guys went through today. Um, I can talk all day oh, no. about, you know, God being the spotter. I can talk all day about, you know, um, you know, 99.9% of the time, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I'm the one that's tripping, whether I've been attacked or whether, you know, because even when I'm under attack or I'm being tested, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, even when all of that's taking place, um, the truth is, you know, I'm supposed to respond to it a certain way. And when I don't, right. I'm tripping. You know, mm. that's, that's that's what it is, you know, I'm, I'm tripping either way, whether it's um, something, you know, calculated by the enemy or something planned by God or something, just a bad decision I make. It don't matter. I'm still tripping because, you know, i got to remember who, um, you know, I guess you call it who your spotter is, you know. And, uh, right. So most of the time it, i got to go with that last part of your topic, you know, uh, I'm tripping. I must be tripping. Why am I tripping? When am I going to stop tripping? You know, it's a matter of faith, matter of trust, matter of relationship. And when I try to handle it my own way, uh, you know, I'm tripping. I really am. I'm playing God. They gave me the thing. What is the link you do? But I was going to put it on. I can, I can dig that. But like you were saying, we our focus have have kind of changed. Like you said, we're we're kind of playing God versus letting God, you know, be who He is and do what He does. You know, and in this regard, like I was, you making Him, you know, the spotter. You know, you you have those conversations with Him before you get going. You know, when you're working out, you talk to your spotter before you before you take it off, and you get the reassurance. Hey, you got me. All right, then your faith comes into play. You say, yeah. He said, yeah, I got you, and you take it off and you get going because you know he got you. Well, it's the same with God, but we forget that part when we up in the morning rushing or we get woken up to a, a, a conversation that, you know, that, that kind of pisses us off or even, you know, you walk into the office and they've already really hit you, but you forgot to have that conversation with your spotter. Before you got going, mm-hmm. that's what me and my twin was talking about. <laughs> yep, yep, uh, it happens. It happens quite often. Unfortunately, it happens. It happens quite often, man. And uh, that's the that's why this thing is a process. That's why it's a journey. And that's why you know the Bible says we die daily. You know, we we uh, we never. Never get we never perfect this thing, you know. It's um, you know it shows how great he is and how vulnerable we really are. Because this, it, you we're quick to forget. I mean, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much at all. Uh, and you know, we want to give somebody a piece of our mind. We want to show that you know I'm better than you. We want to just whatever, whatever. But in reality, man, you know we gotta. We, it's time for us to grow up. And stop tripping, if you will. Wait, wait now. You can't say I ain't grown now. That's that's the reason why we fighting this battle because you want to treat me like I ain't grown. (laughs) 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 Yes, sir. (laughs) Because you know that's where the ego come in. Because it's like you coming at me. I'm a grown man, bro. You dig? (laughs) But 
once again, like like me and, me and the twin mentioned earlier, that's when we take our focus off of, of who and focus on the what. God is the who, the problem is the what. We got to keep our eyes on the who at all times if we're going to get through, you dig? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what it's going to um that's the that's the that's the, the, the key to it all. But again, rallying, that's why I said we need to grow up. And when I say grow up, you know, we need to uh mature and understand, you know, every day, man, um the attack may not be as severe, but every day is gonna be a challenge. Every day is gonna be an attack, every day is going to be, you know, something and, and every day you know, for whatever reason, we fall for the okie doke and we find ourselves tripping again and again. That's why I said it's time to grow up. You know, you, you got to get to the point where it's, all right, look, man, I ain't, I ain't falling for this today. I'm just going to trust God no matter what. I'm going to wait on him, you know. And um, that takes something, man. That takes something. It really does. But uh, it can be done. I know that. Twin, what's your thoughts? Well, I definitely agree with the pastor. You know, every day does bring these challenges. Uh, that's why with me and Twin were talking, you know, you got to prepare yourself every day as if you're preparing for a fight, but prepare for you in prayer. You know, praying to God to cover you and be with you um, so that you can respond the right way that you need to respond uh, when adversity or things come at you throughout the day. Because um, once you get up in the morning, you never know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen from the time you leave the house to get to work or just anywhere you're going. You just never know um, what you're going to encounter. So starting off with prayer just kind of helps prepare you mentally uh, for whatever day you may get or whatever may come at you throughout the day. And hopefully, um, as you go throughout that, you continue to just depend and pray to God. Even when situations do arise, um, you kind of pray to God to help you get through that situation or help for that situation not to kind of sit on you and it change your mentality, your attitude, your focus. Um, the me and twin were talking uh, about today, you know, we had rough days where, you know, mentally we were just all over the place when we got to but he went to the gym, I got home, We our minds were still all over the place, and we kind of had to get ourselves back focused to actually focus and concentrate on what we were trying to do. With him working out, with me doing things at the house, we kind of had to slow ourselves down, get back to that central place where, where God is at to kind of help, hey, we made it through the day. God, thank you for carrying me through that day today and kind of just help focus on what I need to plan and execute at this particular moment in time that I'm in. Um, like I said, you know, God is our common denominator. He has our back. It just depends on us to rely on him and believe in him that he's there for us and will take care of us no matter what may come at us. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts on that? You with us? When I lost Miss Quick, Pastor. Yes, sir. Well, he go, mom, uh, go Mama Quick right here and stuff. I want to say hello. Oh, to Mama Quick done signed in. 
In the name of Jesus, baby, I needed to hear this because I'm in a situation now with the obstacles and situation that comes about unplanned. And I just want to speak on this. I won't hold you up long. I have a situation to where I started this new job and everything and stuff Tuesday. Wednesday, they walked me around. Thursday, I got a little hands-on. But Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I was the only one in the kitchen from 6 to a little after 7, so that's 13 hours. Okay, you got this menu made, feeding the residents that are living facility at Safety Harbor. Okay, I still don't know where everything at. But I'm trying to get to the point of, from the beginning, I was told I was going to be paid such and such a, Nobody told me by the time she, these are situations that's put before you, the stumbling blocks, the obstacles. Okay, I know I did the 13 hours for three days and things and things, and I got two days off, so I'm going to do what I need to do. That's for a service to my car and doing my chores and things and things. But now when it's time after Monday, no pay, so I text appropriate person. And I just put it down because people have the bills to pay. You told me I was going to get paid such and such. That data came and gone and stuff, and you still haven't contacted me. But I don't sweat it. I earned this. It wasn't gave to me. So now I have to get to a position to where I have to step to the next level. No sense in going through the riffraff. The boss got the boss, so I wouldn't go to your boss. So after I texted her, I told her what I told her. She must have informed him or let him read the text. And he called me first thing this morning. See, that was Jesus doing. All in his name. I explained the situation to him. He understood. Very apologetic. And I appreciated that. That was a professionalism in it. But still, though, now you tell me I can't get paid until I get certain paper documented and signed and get into the office to you. But you didn't tell me that when I was hired that that was the procedure. So now I'm still going through it. See, that's what you're saying. A lot of things will be planned. A lot of things coming for you. You have to prepare yourself for it. But when you done prayed about it and got God in your life, he, he, he prepares you for certain things. Where it could be a failure, it strengthens you. Where you think it's going to be a lit down, it's a step-by-step. We'll make this journey. I said that to say this. Certain times things get in our ways. When we keep Jesus in our lives and believes in the power of prayer and, and the one that rose on the third day for all of us that he created, see, that's the magical part about it. Because, you know, in spite of the stumbling blocks, the obstacles, the things that troubles us, make some of us mad, make some of them do unnecessary things. But when you humble yourself somewhat, I had to learn that that's through the birthdays. And learning and trusting in the Lord and believing in his word. Not all of it I understand, but I'm putting forth that effort to learn and to be that servant that he wants each of us to be. Servant comes different form, fashion, and ways. Unexpectedly, but when the God is in you, or you know of the man, that's the beautiful part about it. So that sits me in a situation for things where I had said I was going to do them a day off. I was unable to do it. So they thought because of my money situation. But when, what you say, prepare yourself for a rainy day, this was like that rainy day, that storm. My things that was important, I was still able to get it done. 
and I appreciate this conversation. Thank every one of my listening ears for, for hearing a true testimony and able to relate and share with somebody else that might be in a different situation, but it's still a situation. And that was what I want to say. It's always a situation. Oh, bless him, Jesus. But but the moment and and to whom you focus on is how Uh the situation will be handled. It can come out on the the good side or it can come out on the other side, depending on who and not what. Don't look at the situation because it's all a situation. But who's in control of that situation is who you focus on, which is God. He got us all in every situation. He got spotted, as Memo Twin was saying earlier. And even Pastor kind of tapped on. He got us. He been had us. But we just got to oh. call on him to kind of make sure he, he keep his hand on the bar, if you will. <laughs> that part. And then it had, the devil had got into me and made me feel some kind of way. Okay. Well, I don't work and I haven't got my reward for that. It's okay because it's monetary, but it's still mine from the sweat of my bra. And at the same token, though, that the other side say, well, I ain't got paid for that. I'm on the schedule. On the next day after my two days off, which is Wednesday, I might not even go. I shouldn't go. Or it's a bunch of bubble job or something in the milk not clean. But see, in spite of that that I'm speaking of, I'm going anyway, perform, do the best I can, and when I feel good about myself and stuff, in spite of one day I know I get it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Mama Quick, hold on. Pastor, then we were just talking about this a couple weeks ago when you do things (laughs) the godly way. Yes, sir. Because when you go out to represent God. Mm hmm. Yes, sir. The Bible said there's a way that seems right, but in the end it leads to destruction. So regardless of how we are being treated, we still have have a responsibility to do things God's way. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just the way it is. Everybody else can lower the standard, but we still should maintain the standard. You know, and um, to be honest with you, man, when you say, you know, that we have um, really just kind of messed this thing up. We've kind of taken it in our own hands. We're tripping or whatever. My question is, you know, okay, we we realize we're tripping now, but that's the last time we told God we're sorry. I mean, you know, God, you know what? I'm sorry I let you down again today. I'm sorry that I messed it up again today. I, you know, I knew better, but I still, you know, messed it up. God, you know what? I am just. I please forgive me. I am sorry for, you know, not trusting you again today. I did it last week. I did it, you know, but when is the last time we really, really just said to God, you know, listen, man, I'm, I don't live with my mother, but, you know, I, I still to this day don't want to disappoint her. I don't want to mm-hmm. disappoint quick, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to disappoint twin. You know, I really don't, mm-hmm. you know. People mm-hmm. that I respect, you know, I, I don't want to disappoint them, but, it's embarrassing to, to uh, you know, to disappoint them. But are we not disappointing God whenever we start tripping? I mean, okay, yeah, you fooled me one time, you fooled me twice, you got me Saturday, you got me Sunday, you got me Monday, and then you got me again today. Okay, at some point, 
I need to just, even if I keep falling for it, I need to tell God, God, you know what? I know you're my spotter, and even though I know you're the spotter, I'm still focusing on the weight. So I just mm-hmm. ask you to forgive me. You know, at some point, man, we ought to at least love him enough to say, you know what? God, just forgive me, man. I'm just embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to ask you for anything because you keep being right here, and yet yes, still yes. I keep falling for this. Mm. You know, mm. I, I don't, I don't uh, apologize the way you just said. You know, mm. I, mine is more like, oh, Lord, <laughs> I done messed up again. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, but, but it's, 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 uh, <laughs> it's an acknowledgement And I gotta turn around and be like Lord look here I need you to fix this Cause if we continue hey. about this route Boy hey it may be hey. Unrepairable um, yeah. But it's, it's, it's The way that you it's the way that you go about it Like you were just telling mama quick You know you, Regardless of, of, of what they see And looking at you Physically Mm-hmm. They look mm-hmm. at the clothing mm-hmm. you're wearing versus your scars, and God mm-hmm. has ordained mm-hmm. each and every one of those scars. Yes, yes. Twin, what's the thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. And a lot, like you and Pastor were saying, you talked about your focus. Um, sometimes it's so easy to focus on the situation that we're going through that sometimes it takes our focus off of God. And that's when you kind of need to, like I always say, take a step back and realize that God, you know, you always said that things were going to come my way. I was going to have tests and trials, but you said that you won't leave me, you won't forsake me, you're going to be with me always, even to the end of the world. So even though I'm going through this, I know that you're still there. And I know that your words say all things work together for good, you know, Going through tests and trials never feels good, but I know at the end of the day it's going to work out for my good. And although they're yeah. trying to break me, they're trying to make me look bad, they're trying to bring that side out of me that I don't want to show, I know through it all that you're going to get the glory out of this situation and it's all going to work out for my good. And what they yeah. thought was going to be a trap is going to be nothing but an elevation oh. for me. So it's all about that focus in the mindset, you know, when things come your way, you got to know who you really got on your side. He got all power in his hands, so there's nothing that nobody can do to you that he won't allow to happen and he won't bring you out of. Mm. I love that. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts? I'm taking it all in. I told you that after the day, I I felt like I I've been beat down, so I'm just as y'all pour, I'm drinking. Keep pouring. Well, these 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 are shots that you uh you can't buy. This ain't top shelf. This is higher than that. This is uh uh spiritual. <laughs> the spirit's the top shelf. So because I'm with you and I know how it is, but. We made it through, and our focus isn't on the what, but, you know, what we went through uh, was okay, but who went through with us is why we're here to talk about it right now. Right. I mean, I'm I'm definitely with you on that, you know. 
Well, um, truth be told, you know, not only do we need to apologize to God sometimes, but sometimes we need to take a step back and realize, okay, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Well, obviously we know the enemy, the devil, whatever you want to say, um, tries to get the best of us. We know sometimes we make bad mistakes, bad choices. But then there's other times, you know, I didn't, I didn't really mess this one up. I just I, I just didn't do it God's way. So, But I prayed and I asked God to fix it, but he didn't fix it the way I wanted it fixed. So what's up with this? You know, I'll ask a question. Could it be that a lot of what we go through is preparation for what God has for us? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that believe that, yes. you know, God is not preparing a blessing for us, but he's preparing us for a blessing. And, yes. you know, a lot of times we go through things and wonder why won't God stop this? Why he's got the power? What's up? Maybe there's something greater. Maybe there's another level that he wants to take us to. There's something, you know, you know for yourself if you pull up, you're shooting a bow and arrow, the farther you pull it back, you know, once you do release it, it'll launch farther. So, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. the more you go through, you know, the more you're going to go to. So, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we just got to realize that maybe I'm not being, you know, abused. Maybe I'm just being prepared. Maybe, maybe yeah. that's what all this is about. Maybe I'm going through this so that when I do come out, you know, mm-hmm. I'm coming out with a testimony and I can tell somebody, you hold on while it's dark. Because, you know, the secret is this, man. The Bible said weeping endures for a night. Listen, when it says that, we start shouting about the joy coming in the morning, but it said the week, there's going to be weeping, there's going to be a night. And what we mm-hmm. have to do is decide how we're going to go through it. You cannot avoid the night. You cannot avoid the weeping. But you can determine how you go through it. You can say, well, you know what, God, this is part of the process, but I know joy will mm-hmm. come. You know, mm-hmm. and when we wake up in the morning, it's still dark. It's almost mm-hmm. like each day is a new as a gift, and God has got a cover mm-hmm. on it. You know, it's in the side of a box. And as the sun comes up, He lifts it off. He lifts it off and says, "Here's your brand new day." And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, man, I know God has got something tremendous, something great. Uh, you know, I was reading something, and it, it I don't know, it may not mean a thing to you guys, but it blessed me. You know, it takes a woman approximately 40 weeks, nine months, whatever it is, to have a baby. But a hippopotamus, it takes something like two years. So Mm -hmm. I just believe whatever it is, I'm getting ready to birth, it's going to be hippopotamus size. It's going to be bigger than your normal person, man. So I just figure, you know what, God, if this is what it takes to get what you got for me, bring it on. Mm -hmm. Bring it Mm -hmm. on. Bring it on. So... Sometimes, man, we just got to realize we are being prepared. Maybe we're not being attacked. Maybe we're not being tested. Maybe we're being prepared. Maybe we're being prepared for what God has for us because otherwise we'll get content with what we do have or where we are, you know. And, uh, you know, I ain't going to sit around and lie. You know, I I like the old Ice Cube song, Today Was a Good Day. I love the song. I love love the song, but – Every day ain't a good day, man. It is. But, the, the day itself is good. But what I go through, it don't feel good. But, again, but yes, sir. You ain't hear that uh, Mr. Quick remix. Tomorrow is a better day. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying but I gotta make, my mixtape. 
Yeah, <laughs> you gotta. I, well, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm do a, a, a underground <laughs> song on it, man. To say you gotta make it through the night. You know, <laughs> I'm going to talk about that, brother. <laughs> Boy, <I'm gonna> <laughs> yes, sir. I, I got it. Yes, I got sir. it. You go. You, you have a feature on now. You can drop a couple bars and, and a verse and all that good stuff. You twin and we'll have Mama Quick and, yeah. and Miss Quick on the hook. I got yeah, it. Yeah, Because at the end of the day, be, we all so good. It ain't going to be nothing but moaning on it. Moaning, just mm-hmm. moaning, just crying. <laughs> Well, that might not be for this album. We might have to wait for the uh, <laughs> yeah. for the other one because you're talking about moaning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But I what we gonna do? Mind. We gonna uh, we gonna take it back to Miss Quick because she was saying something before I rudely interrupted and brought you in. So, Miss Quick, I do yes, apologize. You don't forget. <laughs> hey, you know how to forget. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's well, all good. I'm, I don't know. Well, I just know that, you know, we got to continue to focus on on who and not the what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twin was saying how, you know, he stayed focused on the on the who and end up with a raise. You know, Mama Quick, she focused on the who. She may end up, you know, somebody may feel bad for what they've done and double up. You don't know. Oh. Just why you just focus on the who and not the what. Because like Pastor was just saying, you know, it's, it's joy come in the morning. <laughs> not, not tomorrow <laughs> and the night. Hey, we gotta, we, we gotta endure. And, and with all the moaning and stuff, it may not be bad. But what we do know, tomorrow, Joe will be here. Oh, my, my, my. Twin, where you at on this? I definitely agree with you. And I definitely agree with what Pastor was saying. Uh, you know, and how you're saying preparation, you know, a lot of times, like I say, it's all about your mindset. And like he was saying, you know, a lot of things that we go through, God's just trying to prepare us. And um, when we go through our tests and trials, it is nothing but preparation and a learning experience. And a lot of times when I go through, I always ask God, like, whatever lesson I need to learn while I'm in this test, please help me to learn it. Because certain things you just don't want to repeat and go through again. And sometimes if you don't learn the first time, God will let you go back through that test again in order to get yeah. the lesson that you need in order to get you and prepare you for what he has in store for you. Um, yeah. Like I said, you know, we're just going through a process, you know. And while Pastor was talking, an old song came to my mind talking about victory shall be mine. If I just hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle, victory shall be mine. And sometimes... Mm-hmm. Although it may be difficult, depending on the situation that may attack you, you know, sometimes you just got to hold your peace and say, God, you don't have to work this out. Because if I do, yeah. I may make a mess, yeah. but uh, I, I just need you to work this situation out for me. And I know if you work it out, it's going to be done right, and I'm going to have the victory, and I'm not going to have to lower myself, lower my standard in order to get my point across, but you can handle it better than I can handle it. 
is, Lord, I need you to handle it before I get to the point that I want to handle it. And, you know, sometimes you get to that point. <laughs> and, you're like, and, you know, many days I get there when I'm, you know, I get like my twin. And a lot of times I'm on home going from work, and I'd be like, Mom, you know, it was a rough day on the phone. You know, them horse horns almost came out, and I almost had to, almost had to go somewhere real quick. But I had to kind of tap my foot, hold my piece, and get through that phone call in order to kind of just walk away and calm myself back down and get to a certain place where I can get back to me. Uh, otherwise, somebody else that may call in, they may get that raft that wasn't even supposed to be there. Um, so it's all about being cognizant and focusing and having God kind of lead and guide you. And like you said, God, I need you as my spotter every single day, every minute, every second, because you just never know what may come at me. You know God, and you know the best way for me to handle it and to help me get through it. Boy, you show your twins, twins. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that part, Mama, okay. quick, what's your thoughts on that, sweetheart? Well, I like everything that's been said so far and stuff. It just said different ways, but I want to put this in, if I may, please. In spite of the things that we find, Father, the other week our topic was on being ordained. I guess that's my way of being ordained. Instead of not doggone it, deciding not to go back and stuff, I'm ordained and blessed enough I'm going back in spite of and continue to do the best I can. And with God in my life, and he's all step by step, he got me. I know my journey is going to be completed. But I can't complain. But sometimes I can question myself. Question myself, never question God, because you know what? I would love just to testify. Strong survive, we follow along the wayside. But then we find ourselves, the burdens, they get kind of heavy on the shoulders, different situations. Because weight broke the wagon, that's what Pop used to say, right? No But anyway, with me it is, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to hold my head up. I'm going to make this journey because I'm going to let God be my pilot and I'm just going to be the co pilot. And when I feel like that, I got peace in my heart because I stay so prayed up, never do enough prayer. And I pray without even knowing praying and stuff. He's so good to me. And so I have to give him all praises because human ways don't do it. You have to find that guidance to help you to do it. And that's what I find myself. And maybe different ways work for different peoples. But I find that if you keep him in your life, you trust and believe in his word, whatever the obstacle is going to be. Let go. Mama quick, God. I actually believe that that's the only way, truthfully. Oh, my, my, my. I believe that, that, my, that my. prayer is, is, is really the only way to keep, it, keep God in the midst. And you're not questioning, not if, when you're questioning you, <laughs> you're questioning him because he lies within you. He rests within you. Okay. So mm-hmm. it, it's so much like. I'm, I'm, I need you to prevail and let them see you because them seeing me is what's making them run for the hills, especially in this race that me and twin got right now. You know, it happens like that sometimes. So you definitely got to mm-hmm. call, call out to the forefront, but he's there with you. So you question yourself, you doubt yourself, you doubt him. It's how I see it. I may be wrong, but we're going to talk to Miss Quick and see what she thinks about that.
I agree. <laughs> we'll take that. Twin, what's your thought? <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree. Um, wholeheartedly. You know, um, like I said, you just gotta keep God first, keep him at that center point and uh keep your focus on him in regards to what you go through and knowing that as long as he got you, he's going to lead and guide you in the right direction no matter what you go through. But the funny thing yes, is, sir. he got you when yeah. you don't when you don't got him. When you're too busy work focusing on the what versus the who, he still got you. But we need to call on him so that he can be in the forefront. Because he's bigger than any any what, whatever's what, he God the who is bigger than that. The source, our source is greater than our problem. Can we agree? Who's with me? Y'all getting quiet on me now. Oh, no, I definitely agree. Uh, you got to keep God in the forefront of everything that you do. I mean, I think that's the, the best way to do it. As you say, you got to call on him. Um, you know, don't call him just in the morning. Call him all day long. He's right there. It's up to us to utilize and, and believe and just call on God. I know I call him continuously throughout the day, but at this time, I just need him. You know, I need him. Traveling to work, traveling home while I'm home, while I'm at work, you know, I need God to be there with me. Because um, if he ain't there, it, it could be a bad situation just in regards to how I will handle things if it's just left up to me. But I always need his guidance, his direction, and um, him to lead and guide me in everything that I do. Because like I say, when you have a standard for yourself, you want always God, the God's light to shine through you. Um, you want people to see that, you know, not something that you want to toot your own horn about who you are, but let people see who you are through, through what you do, how you act, and say that there's something different about you. Um, like I said, when God is in your life, you don't have to brag about it. It'll show. It'll be an example that there's something different about you. So what I'm saying is she's in charge of her money. Okay. So she it's might have about the about no, 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 no. once again. It's the source versus the problem. You know what I mean? Say that again. Hello? I say it's about the source. Once again, it's, it's about tapping in and keeping the source to your forefront. But not getting consumed mm-hmm. with the problem. But sometimes we get so consumed with the problem to where we just see right now when when the who already see the end game, the end result. And we, we know we're going to be victorious. He's going to be glorious and, and all that. But we so focus on the what. I, I, agree, I agree with that. I, I do agree with that in regards to uh, tapping into the source. And, you know, when you were just speaking just now, uh, something that came to my mind that I used as an example 
uh, with people with life is something similar to a tornado. And I always like to use that because when people think about a tornado, they always look at the outside and how dark, dreary, and destructive a tornado is on the outside. But people all don't realize that when you get in the center of a tornado, it's peace, calm, sunshine, everything is there in the middle. And it always lets you know that if you focus on the good, if you focus on that central point, that peaceful point, which is where God is at, no matter what storm may be going on around you, that tap into that source. God is there in the center of any storm, any situation, any negativity that you're going through. God is always going to be the center point to bring you peace, to bring you happiness, and to bring you through it. It may be chaos on the outside. Don't focus on that. Focus on the middle. Focus on where that peace is at. And if you focus on that, let God kind of lead and guide you out of that storm through the process, through the preparation that he's bringing you through and bring you out on victory side every single time. You know, it's funny you mentioned that, and you're absolutely right. And what came to my mind was, was, was football. You know, the running back follows the fullback through the line where his block is. You know what I mean? And he opened up that hole for him to go through. So, and all that's, all that's very chaotic right there. But that center, which is behind the fullback, is where that piece is. You know what I mean? That's the part that we, mm-hmm. that we that we're forgetting. Like you said, you know, God is with us. God is our fullback. He doesn't open up. He doesn't got us through all the chaos to get to the center of the calm and the cool. But we gotta keep mm. our focus on Him, not the what, the who. Mm-hmm. And, and, the who. and I'm true. I'm really, I'm really kind of, you know, throwing this around in my head as well because. I'm quick to to, to 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 lean on Mr. Quick, which I like. I said I'm gonna mess up every time. Mm-hmm. I'm a straight shooter, whether I'm shooting left-handed or right-handed. I'm coming. Mm-hmm. But we gotta focus on mm-hmm. on God and keep God. Okay. So now, regardless, it don't, it's not even gonna come to that because we already mindful that it's gonna be handled. It may not be handled the way that we want it to be handled, but it's gonna okay. be handled for what's best for the situation. We, okay. Because we can go in and shoot them. We can go in and put them out there in misery, but God wants them to suffer. And, and your kindness. Okay. And now they got to watch you. And they're going to be like, damn it, we could have had it. We almost had it. But God said, yeah, almost don't count. I got okay. it. Okay. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Miss <laughs> Quick, what's your thoughts on that? I think you're absolutely right, and I think that one of the problems that I know that I personally have is that um, I'm a little bit of a control freak, and I like to have my hands on it, you know, and it doesn't work like that with God. So I, there are times when I kind of got to talk myself down and make myself back back and get out the way so that God can do his thing and make sure that, you know, his will um works not not mine um so you know 
that's just something that I that I struggle with. And, you know, so um, I have to, you know, work to get better at it. And then, you know, again, I think somebody said it earlier, it's like when you when you wake up, I feel like this. You wake up and, you know, you start your day off and you pray in, in prayer and it's it's almost like you putting on you know, you putting on your the armor for the day. And it's almost like that because you put on that armor, now any and everything is gonna come at you twice as hard, twice as fast, um, simply because you put on the armor. And while I know that prayer, when you do that, it actually protects you and, and God actually stands with you through these things, um, it still, for me, it still beats me up pretty bad and, and leaves me to some to some point exhausted, even, even though I know God can work it out. Um, and even though, you know, now, like right now, in a certain situation, I can kind of, I can kind of see and, and God is, is revealing to me why things um or why things are working the way that they are. Um but the problem is is when you deal with people and, and you know they don't have God in mind and they've removed God out of the situation. It's hard. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just hard to deal with um those types of things. But uh, other than that, I mean, I, I agree with everything that's being said. I know that, like you're saying, you know, uh, we get we get consumed, and it, and it's the people. But even as being pastor was talking about, and, and and even twin and I, when you move to that uncharted territory, to that to that higher place, it's people there that you're not used to dealing with. And if you're not used to dealing with them properly, you go right down in the valley. So making a transition to that place, you go deal with people, and it's like training, right? And, you know, it's training you to be able to deal with someone else and some other people that you're not used to who don't really care about you personally more versus the system and all this type of stuff. So it's all training. It's all training. My twin, I think he were he's even talking about taking phone calls. And they record those times so that they can use those for training to say this is what you did wrong, this is what you did right, let's remove this or let's implement this. Twin, am I right? Absolutely right. You know, um, they record us for training purposes. Um uh, just to see if there are things that you could have done better or corrected yourself on, you know, and, you know, a lot of, you know, things that we go through is training. Like Pastor was saying, preparation, training, uh, stuff that we go through is being trained. You're being prepared. You're going through a process. You're being refined uh, for where you're going to. Um, uh, something, as we were talking, uh, I went to church last Sunday, this past Sunday, and a message that was spoken was that there's strength in our struggle. Uh, which lets us know no matter what we're going through, we're going through it to be strengthened, um, maybe physically, maybe mentally, maybe spiritually, or maybe all three together. But no matter what we're going through, the struggle that we're going through is going is strengthening us. We're going through a process to be strengthened either by faith, um, either by trusting God, uh, depending on God, but no matter what you're going through, it's going to strengthen us. And 
can get strengthened is by training, um, utilizing your faith, utilizing your trust, uh, going through the process in order to be able to utilize that faith and trust, uh, to be able to strengthen yourself and be prepared for the level that you're going to. Like I said, you may not know exactly where you're going. God knows. But God is putting things in place to prepare you for that. So when you do get there, you won't feel like you're uncomfortable. You'll feel like you're right where you need to be. Pastor, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I hate that. Um, I hate that that sermon that he heard, but I know that it is very much true. There's definitely uh, strength in our struggles, but you know the problem is we don't want to struggle. I mean, we mm. we just it goes against. Uh, human comprehension to, you know, to struggle. You know, that's just the way that it is. We'll do anything to keep from struggling, but what we're really doing is uh, destroying ourselves and don't realize it. I mean, it's sort of like that, I guess you would say, that life cycle of like a butterfly. You know, um, when he's inside of that cocoon and, you know, he's in there squirming and moving around and all of that stuff, you know, you got to leave him in there. And if you cut him out, you're going to kill him. So you leave him in there, man, and in order for him to turn from what I call a worm to a butterfly, you got to leave him in there and let him squirm. And it's nasty in there and it's dark in there and all of that. But, you know, one of the things that uh, we need to understand is that what he's really doing is wings are being developed. They're being strengthened so that when it does come time for him to come out, he can fly. And, you know, most of us, we don't like... We don't like being in dark places. We don't like being out of control. We don't like not having. We don't like being talked about. Uh, we don't, don't like the struggle. But, you know, the struggle is real, and the struggle is necessary. Um, you know, we talk about Jesus, and um, but the truth of the matter is a, a good portion of his, uh, the, the greatest part of his life was about struggle. It was about the struggle, you know. And so sometimes you got to go through, you know, some things. And a lot of times our prayer is, Lord, bring us out. But we really should be praying, Lord, take us through. Because when you go through it, you know, that's when you gain everything necessary to go uh, where God wants you to go and do what God wants you to do. Because he's trying to strengthen us for not just for ourselves, but to be a blessing to uh, countless other people. So that's why he allows you to go through it. So that you can be a witness for him. So you can tell somebody else, don't you quit right where you are. The same God that brought me out is going to bring you out. And uh, it gets difficult. It gets extremely hard. But it is not impossible. It can be done. And it will be done. So I'm not going to say enjoy the struggle. That would be foolish to say that. But understand the purpose of the struggle. Because based on what the brother just said, that's there's strength in the struggle. There is strength in the struggle. And then once you get what God has for you, the Bible says it does not yet appear, um, you know, the things that the Lord has set aside for you. You you have no idea. I mean, once it's said and done, you know, Miss Quick said over there and she play with her uh, boys now and they can say what they want and she can enjoy them and kiss on them and all that stuff, but you know, going through all those labor pains and all that, it's sort of like, uh uh-uh. uh, no, I don't I don't I don't want no part of this. But 
you know, to see how handsome they are and to see how strong they are and see how much of a joy they are. You know what? Uh, it's well worth it. It's well worth it. So I'm not going to tell anybody to like where they are, but please understand where you are and understand why you're going through it. So embrace the struggle. Understand the struggle. And, uh, you know, know that it's just a matter of time. It's just not going to be forever. You know, the struggle don't last forever. And once you do come out, man, you're going to be stronger, wiser, and um, a benefit to countless other people. So uh, I'm the first one that want to come out. But hang in there to everybody. You know, it's, just hang in there. It's, it's funny that, that you mentioned. I think that we don't mind struggling if we know that there is a purpose for the struggle. Yeah. We forget that part. That there's a purpose for the struggle. I made um, I made reference to to working out to different weights, and you know, you put you know, let's say 135 pounds on there, and and there's no struggle. Well, there's really no strength gain. You know, now once you go beyond what you what you're used to doing, you know, uh, that's where you're struggling. There's a strength gain. There's, there's an increase in strength and muscle and all that good stuff. So it's very necessary that that we pay attention to the struggle slash the journey versus just trying to, you know, get there because there's a ceiling that we all have and we can't think or imagine beyond that ceiling. But that's what God got us going to that ceiling so he can get, take us through that ceiling. We in agreement? Oh, not everybody at one time. Twin, where you at? Hello? I'm with you. Oh, you with me? You missed quick. I, I, yeah. know I can count on you. I don't know what happened to my twin and to, to my other brother. But the whole fact of the matter is we have to we get we gotta know why we're struggling, the purpose for it, in order to to get the strength, to get through it, to get to that next level. We gotta break that ceiling. But there's the purpose that God is taking us through. I think, you know, like I said, once we understand that part, it'll be that much easier. The strength and the struggle. Yeah, yeah, and for me, it's not even. I mean, knowing, I think knowing the why, you know, knowing why you're struggling, that's all good and well. For me, it's just again, you know, people. You know what I'm the saying? People. Just they. Yeah. It's it's just you know I I feel like. I can do anything with God. You put, mm. He put me in it. I I ride through it. You know, I put my head down, grind it out, do whatever I need to do. You know, but the people that you run into along the way, um, I mean, some lift your spirits, lift your day, and you know, and and some just don't. They they send you the other way. And make you want to tell them to go the other way If you know what I'm saying um, 
again, I think that's just, you know, probably the the fleshly side of things, not the spiritual. Um, but again, you know, I just got to be real. You know, yeah, while I do have faith and I know that, that when we come out on the other end of this thing, you know, God going to have us where he want us. Um, and, and at that point, everything that we're going through now, the folk that, that's taking us through it, ain't, they ain't going to be able to touch us. You know, and we got to go through it right now because once we come out on the other end, you know, they, they, there's nothing they, they're going to be able to do. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I understand that. I get that. It's just I feel like some people get on what I would call like they're a high horse and act like their shit don't think, just being real, and always want to point the finger when they're afraid to look in the mirror. Um, mm. That irks me because the first thing for me, the first thing I'm going to do when stuff is going wrong in my life, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to the mirror to try and figure out, you know, how can I improve? You know, what can I do to, to better my situation? Even if it's a simple matter of just get out of God's way. Um, I'm always looking for ways to improve myself, my my situation, improve my family, um, improve my, my health. You know, um, some people, you know, most people want to sit and point that finger. And as soon as you, you know, take them a mirror, they, they throwing that down like, nah. Ain't nothing wrong with me. It's you, you, you. That just, I don't know. I think that I, I agree with you. Um, we always want to remove, uh, <laughs> add more of us than God, you know, which is ego, you know. Uh, yeah. Like we were saying, if you replace, you know, as possible, so you're trying to, quote, unquote, be God, if you will. But, you can't be God if you're focusing on God. You know what I mean? So it's not the what versus the who. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to front. I'm not going to front and, and tell y'all that I enjoy my stuff. <laughs> oh, nah. I might not even like my journey, but I know it's necessary. I know it's necessary to get the results that I want. That's absolutely necessary. Go ahead, Ms. Quick. I'm sorry. No, I mean, it's absolutely necessary. You know, I was talking to the boy, you know, because we had a situation where he lost his phone privileges. And so I was talking to him, and he says to me, (laughs) he says, you know, it's going to be so long before I get my phone back. I'm not going to have any friends. He said, I'm going to lose all my friends. I'm only going to have, you know, he named three people that he would have. And I looked at him and I said, son, when you come out on the other side of this and you will come out on the other side because, you know, you will get your phone back and you will have all your privileges back, that if those people, if you lose them by then, you never had them anyway, you know. Mm. It's, so, you know, maybe maybe this isn't just, you know your your consequence to your action. Maybe maybe right. this is God's way of removing those people that, that don't need to come with you on your journey anyway. You know what I'm mm. saying? And I said, you know, I said if I'm your friend, you know, whenever I see you at school, you know, I hold you down. Like I ain't, you know, I'm not tripping because I, 
can't talk to you on the phone or I can't text you and do all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, if we if we cool, we cool, regardless mm-hmm. of whether you on punishment or not. So I, I say that to say that, um, you know, no nobody enjoys the struggle, nobody at all. I mean, even all the way down to children. But the fact of the matter is, yes, it is very necessary. And 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 two, it the struggle actually removes the weak from Uh-oh. you. It you know it 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 shows. You know, it, it shows you who your soldiers are. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody, er, a lot of people may be able to sign up and join the army, but not everybody going to war. Okay? Just because you're a soldier don't mean you're going to war. So. Someone just told me that being phoneless could be a very good thing right now at this day and age. And I, I, yeah. I have to agree with that. Because it, it redirects your focus back to yeah. who versus the what. The what? Now, Pastor, what's your thoughts on this? Well, I don't think a whole lot needs to be said, man. I think that Miss um, <laughs> Quick said it quite, uh, you know, uh, defiantly, I think it it, was, it can't get any clearer um, than that. I mean, that's just the way that it is. And, you know, because I, I think one of the things that uh, catches us off guard is it's not so much the going through, but who the devil uses and sometimes who God uses to, you know, to, 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 to uh, bring about the opposition. Because you're looking like, what? What? Not you. I thought you. No, man. Come on. You know, and we got to stop being, you know, even shocked by that. We just got to just say, well, okay, ultimately, um, regardless of what this is, I still got to keep my focus on God. I got to keep my focus on my destination, you know, my strength, my source. I've got to, I've got to do that regardless. And, um, you know, all types of things come to keep us from uh, uh, focusing our attention where it needs to be, because if we lose our focus, I promise you, we're going to sink. We're going to go down, and the only thing that's going to pick us back up is putting our, our our attention right back where it needs to be. So I don't think a whole lot needs to be said. I think you guys are dead on it. Um, it's a problem most of us have, um, and to go back to what you said originally, uh, all of us are just flat out tripping. All of us are tripping. We really are just tripping. That's just all there is to it. It's embarrassing to say, but it's true all by itself. We are tripping, and it's time for us to get better because the same thing that fooled you uh, five years ago shouldn't trip you up now. You know, at least if the devil's going to do something, he ought to have to come with a new trick. I mean, come on, don't. You know, if I told you I'm going to sop you up like a bit with a biscuit, then that line shouldn't work next time I come over to your house. You ought to make me come up with something else. You know, <laughs> yeah, brother, you got to give me something else, man, you know. And uh, so that's how I see it. And what they say, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you? Or the other way around, fool me once, shame on you. 
Ooh, me too, child. Put the blame on you. <laughs> that, that's, I mean, hey, that's what we got to do. We got to blame displacement. You know, that plagues the community nowadays. You know what I mean? But the truth be told, like Pastor said, we got to change it up. You got me the first, you know, the first time. The second time, yeah, that's my fault, bro, because I fell for the okey-doke. We're going to call another, uh, invite another caller to the line, 3325. Your mic is live. Welcome. Uh, Mr. Marlin, how are you? Uh, we're well. How are you? <laughs> okay, I'm fine. I should have recognized you uh, by saying that this is Ulysses, and I'm in town for a few days, and your mom just told me that you, know, you have a radio show, so I just wanted to call in and, and uh, give you uh, my salutations and, uh, and say that hello to you and your family. Hope everybody's fine. Um I'll be here for a few days. You know who you're talking to now, I'm sure, right? I do. Okay, I'm a little a little shocked about, you know, uh, the station there, but everything is good, man. I'm glad to hear that. Congratulations to you. Um, like I said, I'm here with your mom and my mom, <laughs> uh, your mother's. Yeah, so I just wanted to holler at you and... Uh, and to say that I'll be in town for a few days, I got a bereavement service I have to attend because I lost one of um, mom's last sisters. And uh, so we're in town to do that with her, you know, and celebrate her life. So I just wanted to holler at you. I'm not going to hold you, but uh, it's good hearing your voice, man. And, and uh, like I said, congratulations on your show. Uh, it's good to know. So I have your number logged in, so I'll, I'll be uh, contacting you soon again. More Please do it. We're sorry for your loss. Tune in anytime. Give us a call in anytime, and we'll love to have yes, you part indeed. of the conversation. You are family. So, okay, Molly. Thank you. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Have a good night now. You too. Twin, what's your thoughts? We, we, were, we were talking about. Um, that's, that was an old family friend, and he is family. Uh, but we were talking about how you know we don't we don't we don't appreciate the journey while we're going through it, although it's necessary to get us to the other side and to strengthen us. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. I think like anybody else, when you're going through anything, uh, you definitely don't like it, you don't like the process, you don't like how it makes you feel, uh, you just want to get out of it as soon as you possibly can. Um, but like Pastor said, you know, I think we all say, you know, it's about your focus. When you realize that you're going through it for a reason and knowing, not even knowing what the reason may be at the time, but you know that whatever you're going through is for a purpose. God has it for a purpose. God has it for a reason. And at the end of the day, you may not know it until you actually get through it or may not even know it until later on down the line when there's someone who comes to you and they're actually going through that same situation that you went through. Sometimes you may have that aha moment like, oh, I went through that situation for you. (laughs) And And you're the reason why I had to go through that. You know, some of it, of course, is for yourself as well. But there's also sometimes somebody else you have to impart into and be like, well, guess what? I went through that for you, went through that for me, but also for you too. This is how I was able to overcome and 
get through the situation. You know, it's up to them to take that, you know, hopefully make it easier on them as they go through that process. But it's also you to be there to encourage and support them through that journey and let them know it's not going to be the end of you. It didn't end me. Um, You know, it may feel like you're losing everything, but at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you got to lose in order to gain, and this situation too will pass. Everything there is a season. So go through it. Continue to believe that God is with you, and you will get through it. You know, it's never good. You don't like going through tests, trials, uh, disappointment. You don't like going through those situations. But if your focus is on God, your faith is on God, your belief is in God, you should know that at the end of the day, it's going to work out for my good. And, Lord, just give me the strength to get through it is what your focus needs to be. And also, as I've said before, because, like I said, I've had to repeat some tests and trials and stuff because I didn't learn the lesson the first time. So the devil brought it back to my attention again and kind of went the same way, and I fell again. But I wanted to learn what was I doing wrong to go through that, learn what I need to learn while I was in that. So guess what? When he came the third time, oh, no, I ain't falling for that this time. You got to say, you got to come another way to trick me. I'm good. We're going to rise above that, go to another level. And that's what the whole process and purpose is. As we're going through preparation, you're going to levels. You're going levels and levels and levels. As you're going through the process, as you're going through the preparation stages, God is just elevating you levels and levels and levels as you continue to pass the test that you're going through. And as you're doing that, you're continually to be strengthened. You're continually to be encouraged. And you're going to get to the place that God has prepared for you. And when you get there, like I said, you're not going to be a stranger in some strange land. God has prepared you for this. He prepared you for the people that you're going to have to face. He prepared you for the type of people that may talk to you in a different kind of way. You deal with it now, so when you get there, it's not going to affect you like it would have been years ago when they did come at you that particular way. And that's what I take from it every single day, you know. Lord, you may put me somewhere where I'm in a leadership role. So these attitudes and things I'm dealing with now, I'm have to deal with that when I get on another level. But at least I know how to handle it because I'm dealing through it right now. Pastor, what's your thoughts? Well, I'll um, first of all, that brother just he just did the doggone thing. He just said it did like it, it needs to be said. Plain and simple is oh. to say that. Straight off the bat, but so since I can't say anything that uh, I don't have any words to, to that'll begin to even touch that, I, I'll give you some words of one of my good friends. And one of my good friends said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. In other words, that's a psalmist in the Bible, and, and, and the man's name's David, and he's saying, You know what? Even though I'm walking through a valley of the shadow of death, I'm not going to be afraid because this is what he said, because I know you're with me. And so, in other words, he's not praying and saying, Lord, take me out of the valley. He said, Lord, I'll walk through it. And the way that I'm going to walk through this thing is because I know that you're with me. I'm not even going to be afraid. And that's the only thing that's going to remove the fear is God. And when we know that he's with us and that he told us, I've not given you a spirit of fear. I've given you power. And when you understand that, when you refuse to come down off of that, when you um, know that, yes, I'm in the valley, but I want you to notice something about him being in the valley. This is Psalm 23 and 4 for the people that are listening. 
Um, you know, even though you are in the valley, there's several things in there that you can just rejoice over. First of all, you're in the valley, but you're not stopping in it. You're going through it. That's number one. And then number two, the fact that God is with you, you know what? That's the reason to rejoice. But the main reason to rejoice is you're in the valley and you're still alive. It didn't kill you. It did not kill you. So, you know, even though you're going through right now, um, it is what it is. There's a season for everything. But this may be your go-through go season. This may be your preparation season. You know, um, I just got off, had to get off the line for a minute because I got an emergency call, um, you know, from my own son. And he told me, he said, Dad, I'm on the interstate and the car is shaking. I said, well, listen, son, you know what? Um, you know, uh, are you near, first of all, slow down, get on the right side over there. Are you near a gas station? Are you near a restaurant? Are you near anything? He said, one's coming up. I said, well, you get in there and get in the well-lit area. And, uh, Let's 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 find out what's going on or whatever, whatever. Well, you know, eventually he's he's made it home. First of all, he's safe. We'll have somebody to check it out tomorrow. But this is the thing. Uh, whenever he was going through, he was losing his, his his you know he was getting a little afraid. But guess what he did? He called his father. He called his father to reassure him that he's going to be all right. And the last thing he asked me before he got back on that interstate, he said, "Do you think I'm going to be all right? Do you think I can make it?" And I know you're going to make it. Don't worry. I'm right here. All you got to do, you know, I, I got you. Don't you worry about it. You're going to make it. He called and said, I made it. So that's just a perfect example right there. You know, maybe he's not, don't have that relationship with God the way he needs to right now, but he trusts in his father the same way we should trust in our heavenly father. We should know. I ain't in this by myself, but this thing has gotten tough, and I'm going to call my father. I'm going to tell him what's going on. I'm going to tell him I don't know what it is. And my advice was just go, just keep going. You'll make it. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Let's check it out, but you're going to be all right. And, um, you know, he's home now. He's home now. So that's what it takes, man. You know, we just got to – things are happening at warp speed now, and here we are studying about this thing, and while we're studying about it, I'm having to live it. I got to live it because I got to stand before folks on tomorrow and again on Thursday and again on Sunday, and I got to tell folks, listen, God is able. Keep your focus where it needs to be. Put your attention back on God. When it gets rough, call on God. He's right there. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. He'll make sure that you get, you know, where you need to be. So, Listen, man, it's part of our process. It's part of our makeup. It's one of our requirements. Um, you know, um, I heard some people say years ago, no cross, no crown. So if you're not going to bear the cross, then you're not going to wear the crown. So hold on in there, my brothers and sisters. It's not easy, but it's not impossible either. You know, uh, so uh Somebody is also chatting with me, and he always say, "A wise," or he said, "A wise man always questions the seemingly obvious," and that's that's what we do. Um, and I and I put back, well, you know, the why, the who, and the what, but the when is obvious, and the when is, you know, when we learn our lesson, when we get when we get through it, 
we don't know why we're going through it. You know, we're just very mindful right now, focused or awake to the fact that it's for the betterment of us or someone else. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Miss yes, Quick, sir. What's your I know on, exactly man? what you mean. I know Pastor with me and my twin with me. I just need to know if yes, you were. Of course, I'm with you. Right here with you. Well, the what is the only objective. Everything else will fall into place. I think it's the who is 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 the focus. Everything else will fall into place. As long as you know who is with you, nothing else really matters. The why doesn't matter. The the what don't matter. And the when obviously don't matter because you find confidence. Pastor, where you at on that? Well, I mean, you, you, um, uh, you're speaking scripture, man, and, and um, you know, really don't, really don't know, really don't know it, but there's a scripture I'm trying to remember. I think it's Romans chapter 8, verse 31. It says something about if God is for you, who can be against you? That's a scripture, man. Yo, everything you've talked about tonight is flat out scripture. If God is for you, who can be against you? I mean, that's just all there is to it, man. We just, but we lose, we lose hope. We get afraid. We get angry. We start, you know, getting caught up in all the emotions and all the feelings, and we lose sight of the promise. We lose sight of the promise. And uh, and to me, that sums it up. If God is for me, then who can be against me? It don't. And it, basically, what it's saying, it don't matter who's against you. It don't, it don't, man, come on, we're in a tag team uh, a wrestling match, and we got God standing over in the corner and won't let him come in, and we worn out, beaten down, bleeding, laying in the middle, take, about to take our last breath, and all we got to do is tag him in, man, and we won't do it. I got it. I can fight, you know. Man, you better you better tag in and let him come in and do work. You know, he's, he's, he's for us, man. He's with us. He's got us. And we've got to uh, take advantage of that, that tremendous asset, which is our relationship with God. Twin, what's your thoughts? I love that. I mean, sometimes I think we feel like uh, when we go through stuff, we're always in a fight by ourselves. Um, but like I said, the God is right there. I mean, he's right there waiting for us. Like you said earlier, we got to tap into the source. We got to tag him in. He's like, I'm here. My hands are here. My arms are here. My arms are outstretched. Right. Yeah. I'm just waiting on you to to right. to, to look to me. That's all you got to do. If you reach for him, I promise you, he'll tag you in. He'll catch you. He'll hold you if you need him to. He'll carry you if you need him to. He's right there to do what you need. You just got to be the one to look into the corner and focus on him. And say, I need you. He's ready to step in right away. An opponent may be, be dragging you, but you just got to add a little fight and reach. Because he's reaching back for you. His arm is probably longer than yours. 
I'm just saying. Always longer than an hour. See right there. So, Miss Quick, let's go on and uh, give give me some on that because I'm, I'm I'm tagging you in right now. <laughs> Man, I ain't got I, I ain't got nothing else to give. I mean. I can't add any more to the conversation. We didn't already, you know, like, I think we, we touched on a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, I, I'm i with you, but I ain't got nothing to add. Oh, so who you tagging in? My twin or, or my brother? I, I guess I guess it got to be the brother. The twin started it off. Come on in now. All right, man. I'm coming in throwing haymakers. <laughs> Closing my eyes and swinging. <laughs> Listen, man. I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. It's time for us to grow up, man. And, you know, the way we handle situations matter. You know, we can't stop the situations, the circumstances, the predicaments, the the preparation stages. We can't stop any of that, but come on, man. By now, we should have gotten to the point where it says, listen, I still don't like this. I can't stand this, but you know what? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's wake up and tell the devil in the morning, give that rascal nervous breakdown, because I really believe that when I wake up every morning, this is me personally, I really believe every morning I wake up, that hell start trembling because they said, I got to deal with that black rascal again. I thought I put him out last night. So every one of us should be on the devil's hit list. He should hate to see us get up because he know we're not going to quit. He know that we know we got a tag team partner. He know that we got people here on this earth because even before I tag uh, God's hand, I should be able to call quick and tag him or call twin and tag him or call Miss Quick and tag her. And the Bible said if two or three are agreeing and touching, he said, I'll be there. I'll be there. And that's the way it um, needs to be. But when we hear I'll be there, we think about Michael Jackson when he was with his brothers. You know, you better leave that alone, man, and know that, you know, God put us here to connect with one another so that we can get through these trials, these tribulations, these tests, this preparation, so that we can go out here and, and make a difference in this world. You know, uh, I got a friend that always says, he says, I'm going to give hell a nervous breakdown today. He says, I'm going to give hell hell. So that's 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 what we need to do, you know, is, is just wake up and say, listen, you may have got me yesterday, but devil, you better come with a new trick because I'm ready for you now, you know, and, and let's go on through this test, go on through this preparation. You know, that psalm said, uh, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. And the reason you're going through that valley and that shadow of death becomes on the other side of that, the very next verse says that you prepare a table before me. In other words, everything you ever need, your health, your joy, your peace, uh, your prosperity, everything is on that table. But you got to go through a valley to get it. And once you get through that valley, everything is right there. And then it said not only do you have a table, but it's in the presence of your enemies. So those same jokers that, you know, been trying to dog you out because you went through that valley, you know, and now you're at that table, they got to sit there and watch you enjoy life. 
But we need to wake up, man. There's a purpose for all this stuff. I know it's frustrating and I know it hurts. I know it just seems like it's always something, but let me tell you something. God is up to something. I believe that with all that's within me. God is up to something in our lives. So I'm done, man. I'm out of gas. No, 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 no. Go over there and recoup. I, I'm going to jump in here right now because I'm excited. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you've been rejuvenated. Uh, you know, I say this every time, you know, I get off the phone. This is like a, a revival for me because I get off ready to a fight. You know what I mean? I'm ready to swing because they got to realize that hell, hell didn't do it that time. So tomorrow when they try again, I'm going to be victorious again. I'm going to go through whatever I have to go through to get the promotion, to get the pay raise, to get to the other side. Man, I love it. Miss Quick. It's time to go to work. I'm sorry, I don't hear a job long enough. Somebody probably snoring on the line. I'm the only one up dancing. So we gonna go ahead on and get to work, like I always say. You know, I've realized now that it was just me and and I know I ain't the only one. I got my spin on the line. I believe he agreed because he was saying the same thing. Pastor said the same thing. Miss Quick said the same thing. It's stay focused on the on the who because the what don't matter. We agree. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Well, you know what? Since we all, you know, saying the same thing, we're in agreement. We we got to go on the leave on on a high note, you know. So we're gonna ask Pastor to take us a, a little bit higher, so we can be in the midst, so we can stay focused on him, because he's our source. Which means yes, sir. what don't matter, the when don't matter, the why don't even matter. As long as we focus on the who, that's what matters. Yes, sir. That's it. That's it. That's it. And we keep our focus right there. All will be well. And all is well. We claim it right now. All is well. Better than the well we know. So, pal, if you will, if everybody hearts and mind clear, you're going to do what you do. Twin. Yes, sir. Is your heart and mind clear? Heart and mind is clear, Twin. Thank you. Love you, man. Miss Quick, is your heart and mind clear? Yes. Thank you, and I love you. Pastor, my brother, is your heart and mind clear? Yes, sir. Well, thank you, and I love you. Thank you to everybody who called in tonight. Thank you for everybody who listened. You two will get through it. Just believe in words that Pastor about to speak right now, and we all will claim it. Lord, we thank you so much for the content of the uh, show tonight. We thank you so much, as usual, for the openness and the honesty. 
we thank you so much, God, for um, allowing us a forum where we can admit that we have really fallen short. But I believe that after tonight, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt at least where our focus should be, and that's squarely on you. So first of all, I want to thank you that even though we left you and took our focus off of you, you never took your focus off of us. And I am so eternally grateful for that. I'm also grateful for the fact, God, that, you know, to hear the testimonies, it strengthens me to let me know that I know I'm not the only one now, and I can uh, move a little closer to you. But then, God, more than anything, I'm, I'm grateful to know what the answer is. I don't have to go see a doctor. I don't have to go and get treatments. I don't have to sit down with a counselor. I just have to put my focus back on you. I have to know, God, that, you know, uh, what I'm going through is not abnormal. What I'm going through, God, is because I am a child of God. And the Bible declares that in this life I will have tribulation. But you told me to be of good cheer because you've overcome all of it. Lord, there was a scripture that was lifted out tonight uh, that said if God is for us, you know, really it don't matter who's against us. So, Lord, please, I'm asking you to forgive us for taking our attention away from you. But tonight we're going to put it right back on you. And, God, we're going to grow up tonight. We're going to mature, and we're going to understand that, God, we're going to keep our focus and our attention on the who, and that is you. So, God, tonight I decree that we're going to stop tripping. Yes, we are, and we're going to do things the way they ought to be done. We're not perfect, and I know we're going to fall short again, but it's so good to know that you're right there. So take us through this valley because I know you're right here with us. And bring us to this table you got prepared for us. Thank you, God. Be with everybody that's going through. Don't let them quit. Let them know that this too shall pass. We claim victory, and we thank you for it. And we thank you for the opportunity on the other side to tell folk about what God is able to do. I ask this, I believe this, and I thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for your attention to tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. Is it me or, I, or am I tripping? Well, we're tripping, and it's us. So with that being said, just love one another. More importantly, love God. Keep the faith and love, love yourself.